listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27, where we will be discussing chapter nine of City of Ashes and Death Shall Have No Dominion. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. You almost forget what to do there. I did, almost. <laughs> it's It's been a minute. Oh, my goodness. I, well, we just sat here and talked for like two hours and didn't chatty chatty bang bang start recording because i feel like like we've covered everything yeah it's out of our system (laughs) how was everybody's fourth of july weekend good good it was explosive (laughs) mine was a bang no i won't i refuse (laughs) It was dynamite. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She did it for me. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it needed to happen. We needed thrice yeah. puns. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you get to actually do fireworks on the farm? No, I don't. I'm not. Why would I want to set my money on fire? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Other people bought fireworks and we watched them set their money on yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah. Kristen doesn't holiday. I don't. I really don't. It's just not a thing for me. It's weird. I don't. I I mean, 4th of July isn't really my jam either. One year, Andy and I just stayed home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll watch a movie. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have the kids, you know, whatever. My kid got a kick out of it. That's great. William. Mm -hmm. We did spend our money. Not a bunch. We spent like a hundred bucks. When you have little kids, like we bought... I mean, I bought fireworks when Bryn was little, but she's 12 now and apathetic and she doesn't care about anything. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she's it. like her mother. <laughs> yeah. Mine just kept trying to run into the smoke. Mine like smoke too. And then kind of in that array of doing that run into like step on the hot fireworks. So then we had to keep, you know. Right. It's a thing. Don't burn yourself. And it gets to 1200 degrees. <laughs> Quit running into the street in traffic. God, you're a great mother. This kid just don't listen, man. <laughs> Fucking my life, dude. Yeah, I don't know. We uh, we had we went camping, so we had a good fourth. And yeah. my daughter is the exact same. I mean, she literally it was eighty degrees, and she was wearing a hoodie. She's channeling her Robin, right? Because we've always talked. She's my kid. Yeah. We just she don't is. know it. Mm-hmm. She is. I mean, I'm anemic, so I'm cold most of the time also. But like mm-hmm. 80 degrees is usually too much. Yeah. I'm like, mm, no. A little but bit. she was like fully decked out, like jeans, combat boots, big sweater. Wow. I'm like, aren't you hot? And she's like, nope. Dude, I am made of sweat. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sweating thinking about that. So... <laughs> Oh, we watched that new Charlize Theron movie, The Old Guard. I liked it. It's I on Netflix. don't know what you're okay. talking about. It's good. I watched a new movie also. Finding Nemo 2. Yeah, The Incredibles 2. <laughs> we finally are stepping a little bit away from Toy Story. So my life is getting better. That's all. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. We played a lot of video games That's this great. weekend. That's fun mm-hmm. as a family. I know. Jason and, and Bryn will play the Xbox 
when they get really into it, I don't. I'm the same. My family will play my kids and my husband and I'm just kind of like, I'll just sit here and watch you guys. I'm like, it's a great like bonding thing for mm-hmm. you guys to do together. That's fun. I don't want to be involved in it. <laughs> I'm happy for you, but I'm not interested. Congratulations yeah. on your level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm over here playing Cooking Diary. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> I have been writing. It was very short lived, by the way. Well, that's how I'm like one of those like weird obsessive people where I'll get like super obsessed about something and I'll either research it or do everything that I can do. And then then I just get bored and yeah. I move on to the next thing. That's why I have so many fucking hobbies. That's great. That's why she's seeing a therapist. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. I was going to say. <laughs> most most supposed to be funny and that came off really mean. So I didn't mean it like that. Mostly it's my parents, but. <laughs> awesome. Isn't that that was supposed to be a lot more zingy funny than it came out. It was funny. You're freaking hilarious, dude. (laughs) Ask my kid. She'll tell you all about it. She did write an essay for the end of school. Oh, did she? Uh Uh-huh. And it was basically, you had to interview a family member and like turn it into a paper or whatever. Oh, that's cool. And um, I basically cried when she told me this story. (laughs) Amanda's very emotional. I am. Great. (laughs) So she was, um, she was like, one thing that you should need to know about my mom is she is so funny. I was like, oh, my God. Aw. You just pretend like I annoy you and bug you, but you love it. Oh, yeah. She's stealing all your jokes to tell to her friends. Dude, I bet she is. Good for her. She's got to learn them somewhere. Did I tell you the joke that Bryn told us? No. She comes out of her room, and she sits on the couch, and she's like, Mom. I'm like, what? She goes, name three similarities between men and women. Oh, I think you did tell us this. And so, like, I I was like, fingers and toes. Like, I didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And she's like, she goes, notice how you didn't say rights? I was like, oh, oh, damn. Drop the mic. <laughs> and then she just gets up and walks into her room. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, that's I'm, like, I'm like, you saw that on TikTok. You did not come up with that on your oh, own. <laughs> I, um, we were watching these TikTok videos where it's like. Famous relative check or like, okay. What? So like they do this thing where it's like it's this voiceover, obviously. So that's checking in. So these people are like, that's how I found the picture. But they're saying like uh-huh. famous relative check. So it's like comment if you have one. No, it's like it's a picture up close of the person doing the video, and then they say the comment or whatever does it, and then they turn the camera and they're sitting next to like the rock or like. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Brad Pitt or who? I don't know if these people, but Howie Mandel. I don't know. Basically, okay. they have a famous relative. <laughs> Howie Mandel is <laughs> on the same wavelength in her brain as The Rock and Brad Pitt. No, listen. She really loved Bobby's bald, world. Bald people. Wait, no. I, he actually don't did a know. TikTok. Oh, God. So that's, I think he actually has TikTok. That's why I said Howie Mandel. Okay. Anyway. I like Howie Mandel. Okay. Anyway. So, but they have a bunch of them. It's like. And they just have a ton of different ones. So whenever she's doing something, I'll just announce it in the TikTok voice. Awesome. Oh, too. God. Like, bathroom check. <laughs> <laughs> Teeth brushing. Exactly. Anything. She's like, mom, stop. Oh, God. It's like, getting coffee check. <laughs> and then you got to do like the, you know, she hates me. and I love, I it. love it. See, Bryn only gets like that when I twerk. Oh my god! <laughs> Same. 
Friend, same. I'll, I'll flip on Lizzo. Like, if she's really annoying me, I'll turn on Lizzo and blast it through the really fucking like house. Lizzo. Me too. And then I will twerk and she literally melts into a pile How of embarrassment. back handle that? My kid was listening to like, oh, I, I got to limber up. Like, I got to do yoga before. <laughs> I got to do some Lamp. downward dog, like warrior pose. Like, it needs you to happen. You off a week ago. Here's your twerk. <laughs> yeah. I've been stretching for a week. Exactly. Remember this? <laughs> coming back to haunt you. <laughs> you remember when you rolled your eyes at me? Oh Bam. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Oh, love it. Oh, okay. Anyways, we should probably cut the chit-chat. And we have a special Review? announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Read all about it. There's got to be a... I'm going to hold your hand. I don't know why. There's gotta, just like, you have really soft hands. She really does. I've noticed that before. It's like you've never done manual good. labor in your life. Uh, I have very rough hands. Dry skin. I just have a baby hands all around. They're small. Yeah. They're rolly. <laughs> I had, my nails were so long. I had three people ask me if I was wearing like acrylics, basically. Mm-hmm. And they so were just crazy. my natural nail with like a nail polish sticker over it and then one of them broke because i tried to lift my kids kiddie pool to pull the water out how dare you why would you do something like that (sighs) dude i know they don't deserve it they were gonna break anyway on inspections (laughs) way too beautiful to last they're still so long look at this this is what the um the other ones i'm not gonna say the brand that we i didn't like it ruined my nail and it completely broke it and it's just it hurts it's so short that stinks. painful. Anyway, we have an amazing review. Yes. From Ruth Sarah Thomas, which I think is the cutest name ever. Ruth, it's, I love that. It's adorable. It really is. Okay. The title, you guys, is The Best. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my I God. Mean, come on. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to thank Ruth <laughs> Sarah Thomas. Me too. <laughs> You're delusional, Kristen. <laughs> RSJ. That's ooh. <laughs> Forever known. Yes, giving nicknames. <laughs> well, this wonderful, I was going to say reader, and I'm not an author. <laughs> Listener. Darn it. All right. She says, literally makes me laugh out loud. I love it. The commentary is so relatable and hilarious. Please keep doing what you're doing. Aww. So sweet. That's Thank such you. a nice compliment. Like, I keep know. being you. Yeah. Right? We thought no one would want to listen to this because we're annoying. We think we are. Our children think we're annoying. That's true. All right. Let's cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on Downworld or Dish. Clary is dreaming again. This time, her mother's giving her a new protection rune. And lo and behold, Clary wakes up with it etched on her arm. Clary and co. Copyright Kristen. Make their way to the Bane residence and are greeted by a trench-coated Alec waiting outside with a key. <laughs> Kristen squirming. <laughs> Jace is found sitting around watching TLC. Me too, babe. I'm being <laughs> ever so snarky. Magnus makes Jace deal with his shit and working, and they work through what they believe to be V-Tang's evil plan. Wahaha. Isabel calls, extending an invitation from the Sealy Queen. Jace throws his dick around, stating that Clary isn't going without him, and he can't go, so boo, bitch. Magnus is like, I got you, fam. I snuck a clause into that contract like I'm mother effing Tim Allen. Alec can take your place. <laughs> Although, did you really reference the Santa Claus? 
Yeah, she did that's I did in one of mine too. Shut up. I really did. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Oh my god. At the sorry. Okay, Jace, Clary, and Simon meet Izzy and fall into Fairyland and make the way to the Queen, guided by Meliorn, one of Isabel's ex-lovers. They reach the Queen, and it is no surprise that she is living her extra life, <laughs> like our boy Brad says. And she's surrounded by her entourage. She wisps and leans, half outing some deep, dark V-Ting secret about him experimenting with his children like he's freaking Baxter Stockman. Not to mention, she tries to trick Clary into drinking some fairy shit, which means she gets to keep her. That is, unless she kisses her brother, because, you know, she's into some weird shit. It was a weird thing. Once they reach the surface, Simon dips, and the others head back to the Institute. Okay, I have a question. Who's Baxter Stockman? Yeah. It's from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. He's the guy that made the Mousers. It's I been so long. watched it since kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TMNT, baby. Since back in the day. Yeah. 1991. <laughs> I had Victor's yeah. Frankenstein in there originally, but I'm like, that's just too cliche. Like, we got to get another mad scientist up in here. Awesome. You couldn't have gone with... Um, what is his name from Game of Thrones? The one that made the mountain. Oh, I can't remember. His I can't name. remember his name either. He wasn't that memorable, obviously. Mountain Man. Kyburn. Kyburn. Yeah. I don't even remember that name. He was like Cersei's like main bitch. <laughs> oh, that mountain. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I was thinking, like, the wall for some reason. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, like, Bran the Builder? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Bran the Builder. No. He has a jingle. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. So, the crew, San Simon, arrive at the deserted institute and find Max passed out in the foyer. He. Eh? He. <laughs> it's like, me, me, it's like me, getting ready me, to me. sing. He reminded Clary of Simon when he was little, all glasses and awkward blinking and ears. You know, back when she actually paid any attention to him at all. Before we have time to get too annoyed with Clary, Jace does the cutest, most soft boy thing ever. He walks over to a sleeping Max and gently removes his glasses and places them safely on the table beside the couch. And I was just like, oh, he was a soft boy inside. <laughs> Like, I fuck with this Jace. Like, when he's being a dick and, like, trying to control the situation, and, like, I get it. It comes from a place of, like, whatever. I don't care. It annoys me. But, like, when he does shit like this, I just want to hold him and protect him from everything. I want to hold your hand. (laughs) We can't sing (laughs) at all. So they're all still soaking wet and freezing from the lake entrance of the Sealy Court. So Isabel immediately announces that she's going to take a hot shower and Jason's like, uh, yeah, sounds good. Claire's like, uh. Right? (laughs) And are none of them concerned about being found in the Institute? Do they not feel an urgency to get back to Magnus's house in case the Inquisitor comes? Like, seriously. I was wondering the exact same thing. I don't. They're in no freaking hurry. Like, I understand that, like, the Conclave is off investigating the Silent City and, like, the deaths of all these Silent Brothers. But, like, That doesn't mean no one's going to come check on Max. Yeah. Poor kid. He's so young being there all alone, too. They're like, peace out, buddy. (laughs) Do you think Isabel was supposed to be there with him and she went to the Sealy? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, I didn't think that till you said that, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, what the hell? So Clary's all cool story, bro, but I don't have any dry clothes here to change into. And Jason's like, I'll lend you a shirt. How much of this do you think is Jace just trying to log some spank bank material? Oh my God. I feel like you are just touching on everything I wanted to talk about too. She has got to look so cute in one of his shirts. Right? Oh my gosh. I just want to know, like, okay, you guys, seriously, there was literally nothing worse in the world than wet freaking jeans I, oh, yes. on your body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Somehow Cassandra Claire like tried to church it up like with Jace walking away or what. Anyway, it is disgusting and it feels like somebody's choking you via your leg muscles. Do you think they <laughs> took off their shoes before they went in? I just want to know what is a no. dry shirt going to do where she's just supposed to be like commando but like why can't you borrow izzy's clothes again i don't know right Uh, yeah that's a good point she already wore izzy's clothes once twice right so like is he just expecting her to just be like i'm just gonna get into this long shirt and just like cuddle in bed (laughs) because that's something brothers and sisters do well i mean i'm sure there's another room that she could use like i'm sure that they have yeah you know yeah i imagine it's like a dorm right yeah kind of yeah maybe they like but why didn't she never mind we're not there yet Right. She, nobody threw their clothes in a dryer. Like, yeah. I know. I feel like there's just like, it's open-ended. Like there's not, like, I feel like if you're going to give us this much detail, then you have to go full and give us all of the detail about like what they're. Uh-huh. What, what's the plan? Here? Right. Because like, I'd rather have a wet shirt than wet, wet jeans. Yeah. I agree. Like give me some basketball shorts. And then all I yeah. can think about is like, you got a wet, like you're going to take your wet shirt off, but like. If you have a wet bra, it's kind of like, the what's thing. the point? So, like, are you going to just be like, just the shirt? Like, what's going well, on? Maybe she's right. little and doesn't need it, which is cute, too. I'm jealous a little bit of that. I, okay, same. Andy as thinks it's weird. I want small boobs. Dude, so as someone this. who has been a part of the big titty committee since they were in third grade, yeah. there is nothing. I would just want to be able to walk out of the house without a bra on. Yeah, or like a bralette. Yeah. I mean... I still walk out of the house without a bra on because I'm a hippie. That's but, crazy. That's crazy. Well, I, it, I mean, it, like, it has to be something that, like, fits properly. Like, I'll, I have, like, dresses and stuff that are, like, tight enough in the bust that I don't need a bra. Oh, but fuck. I, I guess I breastfed for too long. I don't know. <laughs> no, it was way before that, dude. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Anyways. So, like, I think this is just Jay's being like, I want to see you in my clothes because that's sexy. Yeah. And, we're not going to be able to do it, so. Right. So, of course, the whole time Jace is talking, Clary's just staring at his abs and the V. Insert drooling Homer meme here. Because, <sighs> <laughs> you know, like, he's, think- he's thinking, oh, oh, yeah, I need to see that. And he's telling her, oh, you can borrow one of my shirts. And she's just like, oh, those jeans are real low. <laughs> I, I get giddy and I love it so much that they're just so fucking horny for each other, but like neither of them can say it. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> Poor thing. It's hilarious. All right, so <laughs> reluctantly, Clary follows Jay, sneaking a peek at her phone to see if Simon tried to call. He didn't. Like, I bet she feels guilty. I bet the reason she's checking her phone is because she feels guilty about how hard she was staring at that fucking V. Yeah, made her think of him. But also, this is completely unrealistic because no 17-year-old 
has a body like that. I well, mean, maybe he nowadays. If he works cause... out and stuff for being a shadow hunter, he might. I mean, he has rippling muscles. I almost said nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Ripple nipples. <laughs> so Jace grabs a shirt from his dresser and tosses it to her before heading to the shower in the attached bathroom. In bathroom, in the attached bathroom, with a very dad like yell if you need anything, holler. <laughs> when I read it, I I heard Robin's dad's voice. Dude, <laughs> did you guys get my text last week with the dumb children's book? Every time I read it, I it's this monster book, and it says, "Hello there, how are you?" And I just, it's Robin's dad. Hey there, kettle. Hello there. Because your, your dad would, like, bring stuff down to the basement. And then, like, as he's turning around to go upstairs, he'd be like, holler if you need anything. <laughs> That's why I laughed so hard because I knew where you were going with him. He's awesome. So, Clary seeks down on Jace's bed, still soaking wet, which is that rude That is a bitch hell. mood. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Grab a towel. It's fine. It's rude as hell. Like, not to mention uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, do they, and they really don't talk about it. So it's like, we're really just going to bypass it. Her jeans are wet. Right. Just well, not they gonna... talk about it later. Cause she says she hang up, hung up on a peg or something like that. But why are you laying okay. in someone else's bed with your nasty ass wet clothes? Right. Not cool, bro. Bitch. Why the fuck did you ask for the shirt? If you were just going to soak the fucking bed. <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, she didn't ask for it. He offered, but I want to show you something. Still. Anyway. <laughs> okay. It's my wane. <laughs> Sorry, that was too much. I, it was the right amount. It was just the right amount. Because that's what he was thinking. It's true. He just wanted her to see the V. That's why he stood there chatting with her like that. Right. He wanted Someone her to feel like the way Jace he feels. Is constantly aware of the way the way other like the way the people of the opposite sex have a reaction to him mm-hmm. like he's totally aware and you know that he was like i bet he fucking reached up and like scratched his head or whatever like just to, he's like, drawing a room to ripple out. those muscles <laughs> <laughs> so clary dials simon only to get his voicemail but before she can leave a message jason erupts her and i just i, I gotta read i'm gonna read an excerpt from the the book Jace stood in the open doorway of the bathroom. Water ran loudly in the shower behind him, and the bathroom was half full of steam. He was shirtless and barefoot, damp jeans riding low on his hips, showing the deep indentations of his hip bones as if someone had pressed their fingers into the skin there. Um, excuse me while I go fan myself. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, Cassie! Give it to me. This reminds me <laughs> of Fifty Shades of Grey. And I know you guys don't know it, so I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain myself. Oh, oh, I know it. Okay, great. <laughs> when he goes into his room, mm-hmm. the playroom. Yes. He puts on, yep, these jeans. The old jeans. Yeah. They're the like worn. really worn and torn. I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Why? You're using the word play. It's just not... <laughs> I think that's what they call it in the movie. I'm sure they do. Movie book. Yeah. Might be the red room. I think it's the red room, but she calls it the playroom or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, continue. (laughs) That's all. Just that's what that reminds me of the jeans. I'm just going to point out that like 
this came out first. So, okay. if anything, okay. Fifty Shades is copying. Well, it wouldn't put so it. So, like, wouldn't put he it. specifically, like, goes down there and changes into yeah. crappy jeans? Yeah. They're not They're, they're not sexy. No, 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 no. They're very well worn. They're his specific pair of I'm gonna fuck you up jeans. Yeah. You're getting a spanking. Look, I am not a fan of the pros. However, I will give you that it is a very entertaining plot. Yeah, yeah. I listen. I'm not <laughs> not saying it should win any awards. Okay, <laughs> it's not the great American novel. <laughs> okay, but I read all the books very quickly. But I add, yeah, and made Andy go watch all the movies with me. <laughs> it'll it'll make you horny. Yeah, that's fine. I also write porn for a living. Yeah. So. Sorry. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. Moving on Sorry. from sexualizing this fucking character. This child. I know. My bad. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're remembering that you're 17 again. Right. Right. Really he's nice. also older now. And by the way, he's a fictional character. So calm, calm your role. Okay, so Clary snaps her phone closed. Cannot get over the flip phone thing. Oh, I love I, it. I really can't. You just get that good feeling and to hang up on somebody. You can't do that anymore. Right. You just, like, aggressively tap your screen yeah. Some, and hope not work, to scratch it. I'll take the phone and I'll, I'll bang it twice. I'll really <laughs> hang up that phone if I'm here. But you have to do it with your fingers first so it doesn't make the noise. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't know that you're slamming. Okay, so... <clears throat> Clary snaps her phone closed and is all, nothing to see here. I was just checking the time. But Jace isn't buying it. And he calls her out knowing that she was trying to call the mundane. I just, like, I get it. I get it. He's jealous. And I and he has, he has a legitimate reason to be jealous of Simon, whereas Simon doesn't necessarily have a reason to be jealous of Jace. Um, I mean, he does, but not the reasons that he goes for. But for, for Jace... Like, I don't know. Drop it, bro. Yeah. Like, it's like, an I, I understand that you're, you wish that you were free to have that relationship with her, but like, stop. It's not helpful to just antagonize this guy. Well, like, and on top of it, like, look what they just went. Like, look what just happened. Of course she's going to be doing that. Right. It, regardless of if she's into him or not, it's her friend and she's worried about how his feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. Finally. For once. Right. (laughs) So because Clary only can be. Because Clary's only good at being a friend when they're not actually around. She stands up for Simon and calls Jace out for being such a jackass towards him, which I really enjoyed. But again, like it would help if she did that when Simon was around. Right. Instead of behind his back and be like, oh, like what's she going to do? Go tell him. (laughs) I stood up for you. you. He's like. Thanks. Cool story, bro. <clears throat> so never one to back down from a fight. Jace jumps at the opportunity to rub the obvious truth in her face. She's just not into Simon the way she's into her big bro and everybody knows it. Which is true, but you know. So I'm going to read an excerpt from the back. <laughs> Clary raked her still dank hair out of her eyes. Her clothes itched where they clung to her skin and she suspected she smelled like the bottom of a pond. She couldn't stop seeing Simon's face when he looked at her in the Sealy Court, as if he hated her. It's your fault, she said suddenly, rage gathering around her heart. You shouldn't have kissed me like that. He had been leaning against the doorframe. Now he stood up straight. 
How should I have kissed you? Is there another way you like it? No. Her hands trembled in her lap. They were cold, white, wrinkled by the water. She laced her fingers together to stop the shaking. I just don't want to be kissed by you. Okay. Yeah, right. So for those in the back that didn't quite catch it, Clarissa Adele Fairchild Morgenstern is a filthy fucking liar. Because <laughs> she is. And we can all see it. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I really... So, like, obviously that you shouldn't have kissed me like that, like, her accusing him really, like, put up his hackles because, like, he gets up and he's like, whoa, 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 like, wait a minute. But then he cannot resist throwing in a... Is there another way you like it? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, Clearly you like it sort of thing. God. Well, it's, I mean, I love confidence, but it can be infuriating sometimes. Well, it's also I'm, sexy as fuck. Yeah. He's got a point with kind of the, um, they kissed each other like that. Right. Right. Like, let's, you didn't have to she return. She wasn't the only, she wasn't the just a limp noodle starfish in or it. Or just a pat, like a, you know. Yeah. Right. That was a two-way street, buddy. <laughs> Who's the buddy? Clary? Clary's the buddy. Yeah. You're yeah. not my buddy, guy. You're not my pal, guy. Not your buddy, pal. <laughs> Jesus. So our Thank star you. our star-crossed siblings bicker about the Sealy Court. Uh, our star caught uh, fuck. Remix. I'm staying in. Our star-crossed siblings bicker about the Sealy Queen's intentions. Clary can't quite grasp that the bitch can't lie <laughs> and thinks denying her feelings will make them magically become true. So Jace manages to get Clary to admit her feelings without actually coming out and saying the words, but he didn't stop there, pushing her until she couldn't take it anymore. Something inside Clary cracked and broke, and the words came pouring out. What do you want me to tell you? The truth? The truth is that I love Simon like I should love you, and I wish he was my brother and you weren't. But I can't do anything about that, and neither can you. Or do you have some ideas since you're so goddamn smart? <laughs> Finally. Right? Oh, there is something, like, great about her finally admitting it, but it also a little bit feels anticlimactic to me. Okay. Like, like it kind of feels like it's You need like, more tension? Yeah, a little bit. Like, it felt a little too easy for her to come out with that. But, like, what happens next makes up for it. Mm. <clears throat> so Jace is well and truly flabbergasted. But when Clary tries to apologize and take it all back, he stops her and ups the motherfucking anti- Anti? <laughs> and ups the motherfucking ante by admitting his feelings for her sidebar i am fucking dead right now the ting angst is strong yeah so like this back and forth like if he wouldn't have come at, back at her i would have been like mm? mm-hmm. like i feel like it could have been more but like this this whole exchange in the bedroom was just too much for me. I was like, ah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could write angst this good. Like, I have a really hard time because I don't like feeling uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And so, like, it's hard for me to make my characters uncomfortable and, like, just sit in it. <laughs> you just sit in that bath. Yeah. I just, I can't. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> 
So Jace argues that if they both feel the same way, what's to stop them from just being together? <laughs> like Amanda's been saying. Yeah. They could keep it a secret from the others, but then there's the ick factor to contend with. A point Clary is having difficulty with as well. Mm-hmm. Then our dear Clary shoves her dirty ass foot in her fucking mouth and screws it all up. Yeah, she does. I could never tell Luke. And my mother, what if she woke up? What would we say to her? This, what we want. It would be sickening to everyone we care about. Sickening? He dropped his hands from her face as if she'd pushed him. moments of laughter and all you could do is hear Kristen basically fucking wheezing (laughs) I can't even do it I know mine are just silent sickening he dropped his hands from her face as if she'd pushed him away he sounded stunned what we feel what I feel is sickening to you she caught her breath at the look and she caught her breath at the look on his face maybe she said in a whisper I don't know. Wrong fucking answer, Frey. <laughs> Jesus Christ, these kids are fucking killing me. I, I don't know. I, I get it. I get it. She feel, she should feel sick, but she doesn't. <clears throat> That's what she should have said, I guess. I don't know. I, I just, she I, has a good point. What the hell would they tell their parent? Like, everyone. Well, he's saying keep a secret. Uh, she can say, no, bro, I'm not cool with hiding such a big part of myself. But, like, she didn't have to say it that way. Yeah. The poor guy is so emotionally frail. He really And is. he just like opened up. It was the first time he's ever been vulnerable with anybody. And then she was just like, you're disgusting, bitch. <laughs> and just put that back. Right? Just like donkey kicks him into next week. <laughs> oh, shitters. So Jace drops his emotional stone wall between them once again and vows to never kiss her again before storming off to finish his shower, leaving Clary stunned and feeling more alone than ever before. Seriously, I would feel so terrible. Okay, so while Jace is in the shower, just as I would have done, Clary falls asleep, and um, that's because I fall asleep at every single chance that I get. When I was young, 19 or something, I was at the eye doctor and they made me fill out this form. Like, list your hobbies. And I was like, my hobby is sleeping. I don't, I don't do anything. <laughs> you did not put that on a medical form. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Why do I want to know my hobbies? Just check out my freaking eyes. What do you care? God. They want to have a rapport with you without actually having to learn anything about you. They can just look at your file. Yeah, because, yeah. It was a small place, you know, but still. Because like, our, our healthcare system is so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Well, while she's sleeping, she has a dream with Jace in gold and with gigantic white wings and Simon with blood-tipped black wings. And this reminds me of that scene in Happy Gilmore when when Happy's trying to get into his happy place and Shooter McGavin shows up and it gets all like everyone was wearing white. Now they're wearing black. And then Shooter tries to have sex with his grandma or something, you know. It's all I dark just, and the music changes. Gavin is like the best name ever. It really is. So good. Oh my God. Uh, I really wish I would have read what you just wrote before I started writing my part that I read. I just read this reminds me and I was like, oh, okay. So I could just put it right here. <laughs> Go ahead. So I wanted to bring up an interesting technical point. Can we go back to last week? 
where we're like <laughs> Kristen brings this like air of like intelligence to the podcast <laughs> where we're like butts smell like poop butts smell like poop Shooter McGavin's having sex with grandma <laughs> Kristen's like boo you whore <laughs> That's great. So I wanted to bring up an interesting technical point that I noticed in in the dream uh, when we're in the dream. uh, When we're in Clary's dream. Jesus (laughs) Christ. So Cassie does like this double simile thing um, that just kind of jumped out at me. It was just something that I was like, oh, that's interesting. I like how she did that. So it probably won't be interesting to anyone who isn't a writer, but on the off chance that some of you are. I'm just going to fucking talk about it. So um, she describes the scenery where we drop into Clary's dream as she looked down on shimmering water spread out below, spread out below her like an endless mirror. And then she continues the simile in the same direction in the next line. Uh, Like a mirror, it was solid and hard and she could walk on it. So she's talking about the water and saying how it's so much like a mirror. Right. So. She goes on to to describe the rest of the scene, um, like the setting around her. And then she follows up with, with the simile, but flipped the other way. And she says, where she walked, spider webbing crap. <laughs> where she walked, spider webbing cracks fissured out from her footsteps and slivers of glass splashed up like water. So it was just, it's this turn on just flipping it because... It was water that looked like glass, and then it was glass that became water. I just interesting. I liked yeah. it. It stood. It jumped out to me, and it probably won't be interesting to anybody who does not write. But I've Listen, said it. I'm gonna be honest with you. Hmm. I don't know if it's just because I'm not a big reader. I think stuff like that is just boring. Just give me the fucking story, okay? Stop giving me all these like visuals and like. Blah, 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 water, and, like, it's a... Just tell me what happened. She okay. wants the hot glass. Yeah. <laughs> you, want, you want, like, the, the Cliff Notes version versus the actual, like, immersion into yeah. the story? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't care that they had brown hair. Mm. I just want to know if they had sex. <laughs> Wait, was that too far? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just want the meat and potatoes. I'm not a fan of Tolkien. I'm really, I'm really surprised (laughs) that you don't read more of my books. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I read a lot of them to begin with, and then I just, um, you know, life happens. I'll bring you Tempt My Trouble. That one's got a lot of sex. Okay, and it's it's good sex too. I'm still, I'm having, I'm so like glad I started listening to the audio book because I just would not Mm -hmm. have had time lately. My kids just been crazy, so. I just don't ever, for years, I was going to say for years I've had kids. <laughs> That's kind of how they were. <laughs> but I've been just so busy, you know, so reading right. is just hard for me. Obviously, I made time for Fifty Shades of Grey, though, so that was a <laughs> long time ago. It's like 10 years ago, whatever. Oh anyway, so Cleary woke up suddenly, a lot like what we were talking about last week. Like, <gasps> she shook her awake, basically. And creepy Jace is hanging out in the chair next to her. And like you were saying earlier, I would think they'd be in a hurry to get out of there before anyone found them. They're just like, he's letting her take a nap, you know. Right. It's crazy. So Clary checked her phone and realized that it was 3 a.m. Sorry. You're good. You talk so fast. I I know. I'm sorry. Bounce my. You can't interject. I should slow down. No, you're fine. So Jace is sitting in the chair, right? And for some reason in my 
brain when I was reading this. I imagine him as like the Heath Ledger Joker looking, oh. like with the hair, like the curly oh, hair his kind hair of in curly. his face, and like I, ex- I expected it to still be damp, even though it probably isn't. He's just being a it's a little almost dry. She says, "Yeah." So anyway, Clary checks her phone and realizes that it's three a.m. and I'm just like, "Doesn't Luke wonder where the hell she is? Like, right. she just run in the freaking street? She's sixteen." Anyway, <laughs> you're not Ariel from The Little Mermaid, <laughs> dude. That's how you can tell when you're an adult. Is when you, when you look at Arrow and you're like, "Bitch, you're 16. Calm down." Yeah. <laughs> what seriously, Daddy? I'm not. A, I'm 16. Right. So, <laughs> don't mean shit. Yeah. Ass in school. <laughs> uh, well, while she checks her phone, Clary notices that she still hasn't received any. She doesn't have any missed calls from Bummer. From Bummer. <laughs> That's, like, that's, that's what a, I mean. That's a Freudian Yeah, clip. it was. <laughs> she doesn't have any missed calls from Simon. And I'm like, ah, oh, bummer. Pause not. <laughs> Don't like him still. Boo, Simon. So <laughs> she goes to change uh, into Jace's shirt. When she comes back, um, she notices that he's playing with his portal meat. <laughs> <laughs> And he tells her that he's been hoping to catch a glimpse of V-Tang, but has had no such luck. So Magnus has been looking for V-Tang. Um, and... Oh. <laughs> Magnus has also been looking for V-Tang using his search dog senses. <laughs> and I say that because V-Tang needed... Or V-Tang. Uh, Magnus needed a piece of V-Tang, like an item, to be able to find him easier, which is, you know, like, I need a scent. <laughs> Wait. It's like episode yeah. one. <laughs> they could have just used Luke. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Come here, puppy. Smodish. <laughs> Tell me where we is. <laughs> exactly. So Jace um, had given Magnus the Morgan Stern. I was going to say them anyway. The Morgan Stern ring telling Clary that uh, he can keep it because it's worthless to him now because she's making a joke about how he might want to keep it because he likes jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking back wondering, isn't this isn't this the same ring that Hodge like rubbed or some shit to make V-Tang come to them? It's it's a matching ring, but it was I think it was Valentine's ring. Oh, like he had Valentine's ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK, OK, OK. For some reason, I thought he literally picked up Jace's ring like you rubbed Jesus' hand. I don't know why. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is where I reference Santa Claus because that's what it reminds me of. Like, Jeannie and the Lamb, the snow globe on the Santa Claus <laughs> to make Santa come. Okay. That anyway. was great. Anyway. Well, because, yeah. We're like two peas in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> because Valentine's ring, his specific ring, is charmed to, if you turn it, it'll summon him. But if Jace had that ring, then... V-Tang would have been summoned all the, like, exactly. like he'd never yeah. spin his ring. So it has to be different, right? Yeah, it's got to be. I'm pretty or sure. Or maybe Jace just never did. Maybe you have to be thinking of him. I'm 98.7% sure. Okay. I just assumed, I didn't think Hodge was, here's the thing in my brain. Jace obviously knows what his ring looked like. And his ring matches Valentine's ring. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he'd be like, hey, Hodge. Why are you wearing my ring, bro? I, he wasn't wearing it. He pulled it out of his pocket, didn't he? I don't know. See, I thought he really rubbed Jace's hand. No, oh, I just shit. thought that he, like, it was his own ring that was enchanted like that. I didn't think it was a Morgan No, because he gave ring. it back to Valentine. Oh, did he? 
Yeah, Valentine took it from him when he took the cup. Okay. Yeah, I just I didn't think it was and a Morgan's still has ring. I just ring. thought it was like oh. a, you know, a summoning ring, like a spinny ring. I guess it could be <laughs> like a mood ring. I'm talking about the ones you know where you had like th- it was on a track and you just spin it. Oh, like those oh. spinner wheels and rims. So bad. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, I didn't think it was a Morgan. I thought it was just a ring, not a Morgan okay. ring. It might yeah, be. I guess we all I had our we, own ideas. Yeah. Interesting. So not important. Yeah. Sorry. I agree. <laughs> We're all just like, technicality. Yeah. So Clary takes the portal meat away from Jace when she realizes his grip is on it so tightly that he's starting to bleed. And she suggests that they go back to Magnus's since Alec has been there a long time. And Jace remarks, I doubt that he minds somehow. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Does he see anything? Does he feel it? I uh, Yeah. Everybody. Come on. They have to, right? Yeah. So obvious. It's like that Fergie song when the background going, oh, shit. No. Okay. So delicious. Oh, they do say, oh, shit, don't they? Mm-hmm. I guess I never realized what they say. Okay. okay. I have, I have, I have questions. It hurts before you start bleeding. Yeah. Your body sends a signal to your brain that says, ouch, this hurts. You're going to start fucking bleeding if you keep doing this shit. There has not been a time in my life that I was like, Oh, I didn't realize I was hurting myself unless I was very high. <laughs> it's the truth. I agree. Um, I don't think he cared. Or he was doing it for dramatic effect. I don't know. It's just one of those things. That's like It happens a lot in books and movies. And I'm like, bitch, you didn't accidentally do th- Oh, I didn't realize. Uh-huh. I, I didn't doing. realize it hurt. I mean, I get it. Like, sure, there might be, you know, if someone's catatonic or something. But, like, at the frequency that they use it, it's, it's ridiculous. It's also very sharp. I picked up a piece of glass the other day and started bleeding. Anyway. Okay, fine. So (laughs) as they start to leave, because they finally realize someone's going to catch them and they're going to get spankings? I don't know. (laughs) They hear the doorbell. And Isabel, like, tumbles out of her room in her PJs and sleep mask, because of course she does. (laughs) Who wears a freaking sleep mask? Isabel. Isabel, yeah. (laughs) And um, she reminds them of the time, asking, who's ringing the doorbell at 3 in the morning? Like... Just probably all the sleepy in her voice. Like, uh. Anyway, uh, since it's probably not Jake from State Farm, they go to find out. <laughs> okay. What was... So Izzy just took a shower and went to bed. Didn't check on them. Yeah. Like, didn't check on Clary. Clary and Jace just made out. She saw that sexual tension. She's just staying out She's of that. just letting it happen. Yeah. She's like, you do you, boo-boo. Yeah. She's, She's cool. too pissed off at Meliorn. She's, he is so broken up with. So broken up with. Mm. She's just being a good friend, a good wingman. You know, chicken wingman. I know something I about that. I feel like if one of you was going <laughs> to just like make out with your brother, I'd be like, girl, come with me. Okay? <laughs> Don't go with me. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Let's not do this anymore. I am really surprised she didn't offer her like clothes to change into right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just for this. So while the elevator, well, and she does. Okay, listen, I'm going to tell you a story about Isabel sharing her clothes in just a second. So <laughs> <laughs> while the elevator is on its way up to whoever, whoever rang the bell, the three talk about how it must be Simon at the door. And it's weird that he didn't call first, but it's got to be him. Isabel noted the cold and handed Clary one of her coats to put on. It was hooded, made of velvet, and lined with satin. And it just sounds so fancy. I want one so bad. See, I know, yeah. seriously. I've always wanted, like like a green like an emerald green mm-hmm. like 
the really lore. nice yeah really mm-hmm. nice I don't coat think we're tall enough for it to look cute well, i mean you get it tailored i know but still we're too short i think it just wouldn't look as like i i'm pretty. are you saying that we would look like oompa loompas rather than <laughs> the yeah. sanderson sisters Please, i would <laughs> That should totally be a Halloween group costume. <gasps> oh my god, you're right. That would be the best. Mm-hmm. Who would we be? This bitch the, is Winnie. Yeah. Yeah. Faux show. Mm-hmm. We could be the Sanderson sisters. Hey, when we could we could make we could make those costumes. Yeah, you're Bat Midler. You're what's her name? Sarah. I guess I am a little more beboppy than you. Sarah mm-hmm. Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You have the hair. You can do the weird, that, that, it's like a hat made out of hair. Mm -hmm. Like that's, yeah. Oh my God. That would be so much fun. And she's hilarious. So obviously she really is funny. She's my favorite. I remember we used to play Hocus Pocus as kids and everybody wanted to be Sarah, obviously. Oh yeah. Come on. I only wanted to be Whitney because I was like, someone has red hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's not a lot of people in the 90s no. with red hair. <laughs> That's true. God, what a good movie. <laughs> so finally the door opens and it was empty. So they made their way on to go investigate. Investigation discovery. <laughs> and they get to the top and again, no one's there. So Clary rushes into the to the doors and saw Raphael holding a body. A body she very clearly recognized. Dun dun dun. Ding, ding, ding. Good Just thing that's not the more, end of the Robin. chapter. <laughs> Seriously could be. That was the wrong like sound effect song for this. That was way too boppy. Ding ding ding. Anyway. <laughs> Clary is silent screaming, which is absolutely the worst, like bone chilling sensation your body can ever make. It is horrible. And Jace is trying to protect her, telling her to look away. But she had to look because she's like Amanda and she needs the hot goss. Mm -hmm. And she notices Simon's matted hair, his torn throat, and these gashes along his wrist. Wrists? Wrists. Sorry. (laughs) To me, it seems like Hollywood or like novels really romanticize this like vampire human interactions, especially when it comes to like getting bit. It's like... Uh This, like, sensual, there's, like, these two little marks on your neck. They gotta save that PG-13 reading. Just even, like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I really just kind of read YA stuff. But this is super, like, to me, it seems very um, authentic. Like It's graphic. It's graphic. It's scary. Like He's, like, really dead. Well, and he's fucked up, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't just you know, take a bite out of his neck. A, a mob of vampires was feasting on his body. Like, right. Ugh. Which is why there's so many gashes and stuff all over him. Cause the, all these people are just, you know, people. I didn't va- va- think about vampires. that. Yeah. So I guess like it happened and then they all were just like, eh, he's gone anyway. So let's get him. What? Well, I think we'll come. We're yeah, going to okay, come to okay, that. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, but the, he's obvious. I mean, I don't, unless they like, stabby stabbed him with a knife but no, they're, i think they're just bite marks mm-hmm. all over his body it's just right. and i'm assuming it's not like mentioned but i'm assuming he's like bruised and just mm-hmm. like yeah run through the ringer which not that i like that because i obviously like simon i just like that she made it this authentic to like what i would think would have actually right. happened it it's it looks like the horror that it is exactly so 
Isabel grabs this candelabra and she's pointing it at Raphael, who, by the way, like just gets described again. And he's a total fox. He's I like mean, 14. he's like 14. If he is, he is sexy, though. Yeah. I'm also kind of mixing the like. I picture the TV, TV version. Yeah, me too. Because the TV show Raphael is hot as fuck. Okay, someone's going to have to Google that for me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. Because when she was describing him, I was thinking of the actor. Who just, is, he's a total fox. You talk about it. I will pull up a picture. Okay, anyway. She's like demanding to know like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. what is this? And void of emotion, Raphael is just like, he's not dead. And then just sets Simon down at their feet. <laughs> I give him to you like like a cat with a mouse. Right. He's not dead. Anyway, I can't. Simon's so covered in blood that his shirt is soaked. And Jace is confirming to Clary what Raphael said. Because, you know, he's pounding out Spanish to them, which seems weird and doesn't make sense. Okay. So for me personally, I would assume that. Um, oh, oh, yeah, that's not a fourteen-year-old. No, way. no, <laughs> no. That jaw can get it all night long. <laughs> Smart. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Let me start that again. Sorry. Okay. I said that all weird because I was more waiting for that. I'm gonna go back to void of emotion. Do it. Okay. Void of emotion, Raphael says he's not dead and then just sets Simon down at their feet. And like, what are you going to do about your your little bitch? It's just very weird because she's, you know, Isabel's obviously like basically almost like, why are you bringing us this dead bodily? What the, like, what the fuck did you do? And he's like, well, he's not dead. But Simon's so covered in blood that his shirt is soaked through. And um, Clary's panicking, obviously, and Jace is confirming what Raphael said because, you know, he's like pounding out Spanish. Like he's talking to them in Spanish. And to me, it makes no sense. Uh huh. I'm just having a really hard time grasping or understanding why that happened because it's very clear that he's super like void of emotion right now like he's not attached mm-hmm. to this at all yeah and i would just assume that he's gonna like speak his mother tongue in a situation like that would be hard to process mm-hmm. or high adrenaline or like he's having a hard time coping mm-hmm. with something so he's like turning to spanish but it's she's very specific with that um his voice was fought and emotionless and not that i am a native spanish speaker by any means uh-huh. but i tried like 20 minutes to say what they said in the book. What did they say in the book, Robin? I don't remember exactly. I'll pull it up. Anyway, here. without any emotion, I just could not manage it. Right. Well, I but I also, okay, so take the emotion thing out of it. I think you made a really good point is he's, he's not going to speak Spanish in this moment. Like, right. like it doesn't make sense for the character. And I think that Raphael in particular, um, most of the time that he's speaking Spanish, unless he's insulting somebody under his breath, which he does a lot, mm-hmm. which is fine. I think that that tracks, that makes sense. But most of the time I feel, I feel like it's the author just throwing it hey, in there. Hey, remember, this yeah. guy's Mexican. Yeah. And I think 
as the series goes on, she gets a lot better with non-native English speakers and, and how that how they use and kind of flip back and forth when people are bilingual. And I think the reason that you pick up on that so well is because you live in a bilingual household. And so you, it's natural to you when someone's going to flip into another language. I, that was just very weird. To, I, 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 I don't get that. I can't grasp Why it. Why am I not finding and it? And I really I'm, tried because I was in the car. I was like, okay, how the heck? Because I even have, I think I have a hard time saying, like, he's not dead. I guess that was a little more. There you go. It's right there. Thank you. Yeah. El no está muerto. But it's like, I was like, el no está muerto. (laughs) And then I was like, no, that sounds like, I can't, I can't do it. Right. And it's a weird way to say that. How would you say it? You would just say, no está muerto. You wouldn't say, like. Like it's proper, whereas yeah, it's like you're conjugate when you don't need to. Like so, you're saying like he, but hasta is uh huh, lets you know that it's he, right? So it's like you wouldn't say like anyway. It doesn't matter. It's very. I'm not into it. Interesting, right? El no está muerto. I, I think it's a common pitfall um, when people are writing um, bilingual people who do not speak a language that you speak fluently mm-hmm. right so like, like when i tried to use google translate to do a flyer for work i was like <laughs> yeah. i know this isn't right i don't even speak spanish yeah, yeah. anyway i had a hard time grasping. but I, I really like that point that you brought up that that makes a lot of sense i don't know anyway so clary gets down cradles simon's head in her lap and tries to talk to him and Raphael, who's driving the downer bus is like <laughs> can't hear you he's kind of dying <laughs> and Clara's like the fuck but you just like and then she's I feel like she's like doing the thing where her like head's pointing and yeah. her fingers right. are pointing and he's like no 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 I'm not twisting bullshit on you he's not dead yet but given like mm, I don't know 10 minutes <laughs> but regardless he definitely can't hear you now <laughs> yeah. and Clara of course is like okay so we need to take him to a hospital or to a Magnus. And Raphael's like, that's not going to work. You don't understand. Which, by the way, dude, Raphael, for future reference, if you're going to carry someone's limp, basically lifeless body to their family, just like explain your whole thought process <laughs> and everything that's going on. I mean, do you really have time for the back and forth banter? Like, no, bro. Well, he doesn't, doesn't do care. Right. He has no connection to Simon and he's been there, done that. Like. Again, for the yeah, the Spanish thing again. Like I just, I am not into it. Yeah. So, so, so for this, now, I a hundred percent agree with you. A normal person in this situation would want to give the information as much information up front as they can uh-huh. to like head it head off the questions. Right, Rafael is a prick, and and he's a prick on purpose. He enjoys being a prick. Like, he gets off on it. Sad. So I think I think part of this is just he he likes to just only give them little information at a time and he's, just kind of fuck with them. He's pulling the Jace. Well, you didn't ask. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Which, speaking of Jace, he's lost his damn patience. And he's like, okay, spill the tea or meet the sword, motherfucker. <laughs> and Raphael's like, but you double <laughs> pinky swore you wouldn't hurt me so ha and jace is like well i didn't all the way finish my pinky swear my fingers were crossed behind my back so double ha 
And Isabel, who's brandishing a candelabra, is like, yeah, 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 I didn't promise shit, so get to the point. <laughs> Are you okay? I really loved that. Did I spell something wrong? <laughs> Motherfucker! No? Look how you spelled it. Yeah. You spelled oh, it That's how I wanted to say it. No, it's, it's mouthfucker. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I didn't either. That's great. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay, I'm okay. I'm so okay. sorry. That was great. That's good. Raphael's like, okay, okay, calm down, you guys. I'm actually the good guy because he, like, broke into the hotel, so we totally get to murder slash drink him. <laughs> but I stopped my gang before they could all the way kill him because, like, I knew he was yours, and I don't want to go to war with y'all. That's right. <laughs> and Clary's like, Simon did a B&E. He's too much of a scaredy cat for that. And Raphael's like, no, trust. He did. He came in asking for advice because he felt like he was turning into a vamp and wanted to know if there was anything that could be done to stop the process. If you remember, when you guys were tearing shit up in the hotel, he bit me. And upon doing so, had like this reaction. You know, he's opposite vamping. Him drinking our blood, not us drinking his. That's how we pass powers on to each other. It's like science. And he would have just left well enough alone. He probably would have been okay. But now... And the puzzle pieces are clicking together for Clary on, like, why Simon wasn't acting like Simon. And Isabel's like, okay, so what do we do now? Watch him die? And Raphael's like, well, yeah. And then he's going to rise again and join our club. He's going to vamp it up. He drank my blood. He's my boy now. Sam and Lewis. Nightchild. <laughs> and again, it's worth mentioning here that I am completely churching this up. Raphael can't work the recaptcha because he is robot status. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Faux show. It's true. Yeah. Robin's making this beautiful. Yeah. I'm definitely churching it up okay, here. He's so still very. As you're rereading this, because I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, I'm not interested in Simon. So I kind of like skimmed this portion. Sorry. I like cried. I was so incredibly happy when I saw that it was him. And yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm sad that he's dead, but God, I'm tired of this kid. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> um, a fucking stone cold boss. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I just am now putting together what Clary was thinking, like, why he's been so different. Like, this is probably why he was so much more confident in, like, calling her his girlfriend and stuff in front of people and, like, really stepping up. I'm just now putting that together. Sorry. Yeah. That happened. All the little pieces are yeah. mm-hmm. in her little puzzle box. Mm-hmm. So Isabel is like, just like that. It's final. You can't do anything. And he's like, well, quote, you could cut his head off and burn his heart in a fire, but I doubt you will do that. Finally, Clary's able to speak again. And she's like, don't you do that. Don't you dare hurt him. I'm not talking to you, Mr. Vampire Man. I'm talking to my hot-headed brother who hates this guy and could use this as an excuse to get rid of him for good. And Jace responds by asking Clary to think about Simon would want for himself. Uh And in this mindset, Clary has this vision, (laughs) sorry, vision (laughs) of Jace holding Simon down and making an Aztec sacrifice out of him, ripping into his chest and like blood splattering everywhere. And she yells out for him to get away from us so loudly that she's getting stares from people in the street, like passerbys. And Jace is shook. Mm -hmm. He's like, what the fuck does she think I'm capable of? Mm -hmm. 
Like, she just well, called me disgusting. Yeah. Okay, but Jace, like, you act like such a heartless badass. What do you expect people to expect? I mean, I'm I'm on Jace's side here. Like, what does she think? How far? This is just a little bickering back and forth between two boys that are kind of fighting over a girl. This isn't murder, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess she's seen what he's capable of, but still, it's just, I, I think she's being. Yeah. Just being a little bitch. Yeah. Over dramatic. She's got to blame it's someone, dramatic, I guess. obviously. Yeah. Right. Let, let me not. Like, she's reacting probably appropriately to how I would react if one of the two of you came. Right. For sure. For sure. It just seems very... I, I don't think... Okay. I don't think Clary's tech... Over, I think her mind's going on a path that I could understand, especially when a lot of downworlders say, like, you know, they think they're better than us and shadow hunters, blah, blah, blah. And then she is kind of doing like the V-Tang thing almost. Like it'd be better for Simon to be dead than to be a downworlder, which mm-hmm. I think is a very Valentine sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's hurting Jace. I feel bad that what she's saying is hurting Jace. Yeah. Because um, like I said, she just called him disgusting mm-hmm. not that long ago. Right. And now she's kind of comparing him to Valentine in a weird way. Um, but I I get that she's in just, just blind like... Definitely. Mm-hmm. She's looking for someone to blame and unfortunately. She probably Jace. feels guilty. Yeah. And everything else. Yeah. All at the same I mean, time. She's upset and everything feels more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jinx. Okay. I don't know where I am. Okay. So Simon leans up and starts like gasping and clawing at Clary. And she's crying and holding him and telling him that, you know, I love you. And then he stops breathing. Mm-hmm. And Clary spends the next however long echoing her words in her mind. And in my mind's eye, everything is happening in like this blurred slow motion. Like Isabel's trying to get Clary off Simon and failing. So then she starts like yelling and attacking Raphael. And um, I love how they, they, Cassandra Clare quotes, like I'm going to quote what she said, but it says Clary's hearing switched back on like a radio that had finally found a station within range. And I just love the way that's described. Like to mm-hmm. me, it totally like this sounds silly, but like, like a almost like a concussion grenade or like a mm-hmm. flash grenade, and everything's just like you can't hear anything because your ears are ringing, and it's like everything's kind of slowed down. And like I just really got this like feeling reading that. It was emotional, man. <clears throat> so Raphael tells them that they have to bury the body. That's how vampires are made. First, we are drained. Then we are blooded. Next, we are buried. And then when he digs his own way out of his grave, voila, again, it's science. (laughs) (sighs) What if they were alone? I just think that's so odd. Is this a normal vamp thing or is this this book? Um, I, I, I don't think that the digging yourself out of a grave thing is necessarily normal. Although I, I do know that it is, is in some, like fantasy worlds but yeah usually like you have to be drained and blooded like that's usually the okay yeah switcheroo switcheroo mm-hmm. and isabel is like well that's a no for me i'm out like <laughs> i can't do that don't bury me and make me dig my way out of a grave and Raphael's like it's okay you know some vamp vample vampire slash people love it v- vamp vamp beep anyway they can't do it. And, you know, if there's no one there to help, they're trapped under the earth like 
rats. Fitting for Simon, don't you think? <laughs> okay. I didn't say the last part. That was me. It was like, it was such a setup for a joke. I couldn't. It's great. Okay. Anyway. So Clary's upset and she's like, nope, nope, nobody, nope. I'm not burying him in the ground. And Raphael's like, okay, then he'll just stay in limbo. Dead, but not quite. Never waking. Mm. So it's either like behead him and burn his heart or bury him in the ground. But something has to happen. Otherwise, he's just going to stay in this state for the rest of his days because he's immortal now. And Clary struggles with the fact that doing this will mean that Simon will be unholy like Raphael is, like which is why he can't go into the Institute. And Raphael is like, look, guys, the time for debate is over. Either you need to shit or get off the pot because the longer you wait, the less likely he is to be able to dig himself out. Like he's losing energy or something. Mm -hmm. Uh Okay. And Clary concedes, but she wants it to be in a Jewish cemetery. And you best believe she's going to be there waiting for him when he gets out. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say something. If I'm being honest, Clary making the call to bury Simon in a Jewish cemetery in a Jewish cemetery is one of the first times we're actually shown that she truly does know Simon and care about him and it's refreshing to see because (laughs) I feel like we've spent the last like book and a half bitching about how Clary doesn't give a crap about Simon and like in turn Simon idolizes Clary and then they just they have a very fucked up dynamic yeah and we didn't really get to see like we we came into it with a fucked up dy- dynamic like they already had established this like weird power struggle thing that they have going on and we never got to see them when their relationship was healthy so I feel like this is a nice kind of turning point where we actually get to see that they did have a real relationship where they really got each other and knew each other before things got weird because Simon fell in love with her and mm-hmm. she became completely oblivious to everything about Simon. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, when you peel back all the distractions and the dangers of this new world that they were propelled into, um, we can see what's underneath everything. And Simon really is her best friend. So I just really liked it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. At first I thought it was kind of just like, really, you're going to go all the way across town, like just get it over with. But you're right. It's what he would have wanted. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's all I have. Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys read chapter 10, A Fine and Private Place, and chapter 11, Smoke and Steel, for next week's episode. Yay. Silver. Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to speak now. <laughs> <laughs> for behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworld or Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.